I don't know if he's ready. Did the battle start? Yeah, it's actually already over. Oh. Galactic Republic won. No surprise. <laughs> I don't have Sam screaming at me. Open the blast doors. <laughs> oh, I'm not used to this. All right. Uh, welcome to the Rogue Support, a Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. We are joined with the one, the only, the... Mall enthusiast who's similar to my small enthusiasm, uh, Amon from what, what's what's that cast called? You want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us where you're from and all that shindig. Yeah, for sure. Hello, my name is Amon, and I am a uh, host on the podcast. Hello there, and uh, I do that with Jesse Aiken over from Fury's Finest. It's, it's a great time. I know. I guess I know you guys through MCP, but uh, I've been going hard in the Shatterpoint. Hello there. Literally the sexiest <laughs> Shatterpoint podcast. Well, you got Amon and Desi. That's kind of hard to dispute. So Yeah. It doesn't help that Jesse looks like Obi-Wan. Yeah. That's true. That, that's, I actually never really went to it and thought about it. I'm pretty sure you guys say that in your first episode, actually, now that I think about it. Anyways, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, Omnis decided to say, hey, I'm off on Monday, and I want to do more content. And then we got a bombshell of a spoiler today. And like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's talk about this Vader and Obi-Wan pack and some other things. Uh, and here we are with this first ever Rogue Support bonus episode. So let's go ahead and start off with our good old cantina, Omnis. What you doing? What you drinking? Oh my god! I've got so much stuff to talk about. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just drinking my one of my classics, easy to come, easy to grab, Bodhisattva India Pale Ale, for this last minute. Which is funny because like all this week, I'm like, guys, you want you, you want a podcast on Monday? <laughs> Monday, Monday podcast. Who's in? Who's in? Um, and then it was like this afternoon. We're like, okay, we're doing this, and we're dragging him on with us um, because uh, Uncle Sam can't make it. We miss him. Um, I hear he's like on Tatooine doing a battle battle with Vader and it's keeping him a little busy. He just rescued Leia or some shit, you know, you know, that, that stuff that rebels do. Um, but, um, I am actually, I was just painting a bunch of clones today. So I'm like right on the verge of being fully painted. I have a couple of 212th troopers that are sitting on my desk at work, but once I paint those, I will actually be at least tabletop on everything. Um, there's a lot of things I want to go back. Like, like the cloaks on my Magna guard are just base coat cream. I've done nothing to them yet. Um, so I got to go back and I'm going to touch up some of that stuff. And I kind of want to redo my battle droids in the, uh, the red tones from attack of the clones. That looks like the, um, the Geonosian red, mm. um, from that battle. I thought it looked really cool. One of our one of our Discord peeps posted that. And I thought that was pretty sweet. So, painted. I'm just excited. I, man, both both the Obi sculpt and the Rex sculpt are just top fucking notch sculpts. And so I'm I'm pretty hyped to try those. And so, last time we recorded, I had just played 
um, the Separatists, and then this weekend I played uh, all Mandos, and I did Ahsoka and Darth Maul, so that I was playing like totally different stuff than the week mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fun, and we got to play on my freshly painted terrain. Um, I got to teach, kind of, I think it was her first game. Her name was uh, Sabrina, um, but she was like a a kill team player, and so she had played that pretty competitively, so she was like really into like the strategic advice and kind of talking about the tactics of the game. Um, And we had a pretty cool game. Um, I did end up winning it in just two struggles. I did get to have like the perfect mall activation where... He activated kind of early, took like a side point, um, and then uh, shortly after that, she got uh, an Asajj activation. So it was like Asajj, walk, jump, push, you know, perfect, take the point. Um, And then when his activation came up next, it was like climb back onto the the terrain, and then he, um, you know, there is no escape, pulls her off of the terrain, um, and so then he can throw the lightsaber at her because they're not engaged, and then he gets like a bunch of damage into her. She's exposed, and then he moves further onto the point. It was like it was just kind of a perfect mall activation. Um, but it was just uh, you know just all the jumps and the Mandalorians kind of got people in good spots. And um, my biggest takeaway from the day is because I was gluing ladders on to my terrain. Um, afterwards, I glued on three more ladders because in game two I played against a clones player, and I felt like he got kind of fucked. <laughs> Yeah. Um, super nice guy, but he was having so much trouble because it's just like where he positioned stuff and like, and he didn't quite position things as far forward as you could. And I had already kind of done a whole teaching game prior and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I have the energy to do another teaching game. I just kind of like let him make decisions for the most part. And I, it, it just, he felt hamstrung the whole time. And so I went through and found a few more spots where I glued on a few more ladders just because I was like, I felt like I screwed him a little bit just because I didn't have like a gajillion ladders that would help out the clones. But uh, man, it's it's fun. Um, do you guys have any questions about any of my um, random Yes, bullshit? yes. Number one, um, how dare you salt our lord by calling him Dor- Darth is, is Lord Maul. It's just Lord, man. It's just Formerly lord. Darth. Formerly Darth. Well, having just, I know he addressed himself as Lord Maul, but the whole time he's trying to take an apprentice and like, he's literally at the moment that this is based off of, he's trying to get Ahsoka to be his, like he's, this is based off the fight when she leads Bo-Katan into the city and he literally tries to convince her to be his apprentice. But he's I still feel Lord like he's darthing it up. Oh, no, no, no. He's still Lord. As As soon as he becomes half a spider bot, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> formerly, formerly Darth. Um, is, and uh, his character is like very, 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 very adamant about the fact that he is no longer Darth Maul. Uh, because it is a stain of him. It's very salty. Yeah, it's a title for like a Sith Lord, and I don't think he's a Sith Lord at that point. He's just a crime lord who uses the dark side of the force. Yeah, but Sidious literally tracked him down. Was like, you are becoming a rival. Like, he was powerful enough with the dark side that Sidious literally showed up and killed a Savage. Like, yeah, he's pretty Sith Lord. I think it was more so, like, power base. Yeah. You know, criminal yeah. empire, all that. It was kind of like how, like, the Mandos in general, the um, Galactic uh, Empire was like, we gotta just kill the Mandos because they're a threat. So, But I suppose to defend your point, 
Ahsoka was kind of making fun of him and being like, man, if you actually got Anakin here, he would have whooped your fucking ass. And so maybe in that extent, he's not quite Sith Lord. All right. No. I'll, I'll cave to the mall enthusiasts on this one. <laughs> you're, I, got, you're, I, got, I saw those. I was like, those look really cool. I need those in my life. Yeah. I have literally three Funkos behind me that are just mall. That's good. That's good. He's, he's, he, he should have been the chosen one. Uh, my next question for you, or I guess comment is the latter is being very important. Um, there was one time early on after like the rules and everything were released I had actually messaged Pagani and I was like, are ladders like supposed to be this good? Or like, it, or is this like a mistake? And he's just like, no, ladders are supposed to be the most important thing in terrain. Like they are, they are insanely important. And I was like, wow, this is, this, that's where I started coming on the feelings of like, um, ladder placement and just terrain setups in general by TOs is probably going to be the most important thing a TO can do. I intentionally went a little light on ladders to begin with because I was gluing them on. Yeah. Because I didn't... Because one of my very first, like, full game with all models, the guy set up the train. Super nice guy is one of the staff at Mox, but we had stuff wobbling and shifting and practically falling over, like, through a bunch of the game. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I want to try to keep things as stable as possible and have as little terrain and stuff moving around. And so I wanted to put some ladders in like long-term placement, but I didn't want to glow too many on and have it feel like I had too many to begin with. But, um, but yeah, for my table, like literally after, like I got home and I glued three more on and like, okay, <laughs> let's, let's ease this a little bit for the Galactic Republic people. Um, I think, I think I would rather have an overabundance of ladders because it enables you to play the game. It enables both people to play the game uh, rather than have really short on ladders or have ladders favoring one side. Because at that point, somebody's going to have a super feels bad because they don't have climb, they don't have jetpacks. And like ladders are just so important in the game. I think it's just better to weigh on to the heavy side of ladders. Well, I will say, I feel like there's a middle ground, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a point where you have too few ladders and you just make the mando- the, the all oops, all mandos just really, really good. And if you put an overabundance of ladders, then you're just like, the only disadvantage of playing all clones has been removed because now they can, they don't give a fuck. They're always getting on terrain whenever they want to. And so the only disadvantage to playing Galactic Republic gets removed. So I think you got to find the right balance. I would kind of disagree with that just a little bit because I think... The benefit of playing the Mandos is you have jump, right? So you get shoved off a piece of terrain or a bridge. You can just jump right back on. As a clone, right, you have to go back to the the entrance point. And but my whole of- point is if there's too many ladders, then that doesn't matter, right? Like if there's just always ladders, you know, you, you, yeah. you strike the balance there. I think that's probably the strength of Premier is being able to maybe build your four squads in a way that more centered around the terrain setups instead of playstyle setups. Yeah. Also, before I forget, Bogotan, best secondary. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. I don't think it's contention. Actually, I'm going to go a step further. Best character for their slot in all of Shatterpoint right now. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> I know the Obi-Wan as a primary versus Bo-Katan as a secondary is is a harder conversation, but I'm going to commit to my Mando sister. Um, I can't be all galactic. Well, if we're, if we're going to do a, a quick little tier right here is who's the, <laughs> who's the best support? Ooh. Oh. 
I think that's a tougher question just because I think the support really um, amplifies what the secondary and the primary are doing. Mm-hmm. I think Magna I would actually... are... Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I was like, I think we, if depending on how we have time-wise, I would love to kind of like dig into like evaluating the, su- the supports against each other a little bit. So if we want to like finish the cantina section, talk okay. about the spoilers, and then maybe dig into the supports with whatever time we have left, I think that would be super fun. <laughs> uh, real quick, Sooner is in the Twitch chat. Damn, Sam got way more handsome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love you, Sooner. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Sam uh, went out to the beach. He got a nice tan. You know, he dyed his hair. Grew some hair. Oh man, uh, let's go ahead and jump over to Amanda. What, what about you? What are you drinking? What you wearing? What you playing? What you painting? Um, so I didn't realize I had to wear a Star Wars shirt, but I guess this is close second, which is a astronaut playing baseball so. with BB-8. We decided it's BB-8. BB-8, right there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um. What am I drinking? Um, ever since there was a there was a um, ominous protocol episode where Charles was talking about drinking white wine, and I've just been on a white wine kick for a little bit. So, when uh, did I talk about drinking white wine? Remember when you have you drinking white wine? Oregon wine is better, or Portland Pinot wine? Noir is a red wine. Okay, well, I have a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, at least you found something you're happy with, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's a, it's called Santa Margarita. It's from Italy. And um, just throw in some, like, Perrier water and... Uh, Shit, I told him on I wouldn't make fun of him for what he was drinking. Now no, I, I, know, like I, I know, I know. I told you guys you are going to make fun of me already. You can I, make fun of me. It's fine. You can drink whatever you want. I was just like, I, what did I, like, I haven't had red a white wine in, like... Fair. I'm not Six a wine years. guy, but you kind of... Well, I don't know. Maybe I misheard it, but I, I found that, and then I throw some soda okay. water in there and a shot of peach schnapps, and it All gets right. you pretty lit. Next that time we're, we're going to grab a bottle of Pinot Noir, and we're going we're gonna to get some drinks on. I'm down. In terms of painting and building, I finally put together my high ground set, which I adore. It's amazing. Nice. And... Already primed everything, and I'm gonna slap the airbrush tomorrow. Hopefully, knock it out. Nice. You're part of the reason why I ordered two sets. You were talking about how hype it was, and made me go check it out in greater detail. And now I have two coming. It makes the difference, especially if you're a Mando guy. It's just bloop. I'm here. <laughs> well, I did. Uh, I put two of the. So you know the pieces that. Um, shit, I have them like right next to me. One second. So, right, like, you're supposed to do this, right? Like, this is kind of the way that it's designed. That's not how I did it. Uh-oh. <laughs> but uh, then I did a couple of the pieces like this because I, I had like two that. corsets. So I have one of these and then, like, one of the, the other terrain piece has one of these attached. So they're not all on the little pieces so that I would have, like, some more ground attached to the... So let me ask you a question pieces. about that. There's two different ladders. So are those two different access points? Or do you count that as yes. one access point? Two different, intentionally. Okay. Because so this if ladder I advance, would wind you up here. I would, I'd only end at the second. Yes. Gotcha. Which is what we were talking about earlier today. Like, I was curious how that would work. Because um, when I do the high ground sets, I'm going to do some of like the double ladders. 
Yeah. Uh, Victoria's in the chat saying she put my terrain together, but I'm the one that told her to put it the wrong way. Um, because apparently, you know how like the you have yours where it basically extends the platform? Mine is just over. Because I think the picture had it to where it was over and not extended past. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I, I'm okay with. That way. Um, I did this very specifically this way. I wanted yeah. <clears throat> more ground where people could stand potentially yeah. and I think I'm going to be getting the high ground pack maybe next month. Um, I, I definitely think it's like a must have. I, you know what, you know, let's let's have a little teaser here, but I think that the high ground train pack is more important to your Star Wars Shatterpoint gameplay than the duels pack. Ooh, that's a hot take. Mm, I agree. I don't think it, I think it's lukewarm. Luke Skywalker. You think it's Luke Skywalker? <laughs> um, I mean, no, that's fair. I think the high ground impacts your games more than yeah. just you cannot run pack. Is it you cannot run or you cannot hide? You cannot hide, I think. I think that's correct. I think it's you can't hide. But yeah, I'm excited to get the two sets because I want to build... Just because, like, I feel like there's a kind of a roughly good amount of terrain on there, but I would love to, like, have one of the long stretches of Elevation 1, then have, like, Elevation 2 going over it. Um, and so going to build a couple longer stretches of the, the gantries and such. Um, so I'm excited to see what it'll look like. I, I very much feel like Shatterpoint tables that are more congested are going to be the more fun tables. Um, like, it's just, it's just, they look better... They like I see pictures where there was one that I saw where Dallas had commented on. He's like, "Now that is a table I want to play on." I I don't have the picture handy as I would show it, but it's like that table was just immensely covered, and I was like, "I would love to play on a table like that." Um, I also love the yeah. concept of having two like double level elevation pieces that are within jumping distance of each other, mm-hmm. so you could jump from one gantry to the other, dude. That's classic Star Wars shit right there. And so I got to have yeah. enough high-level stuff to pull that off. That's very cool. We were talking about earlier in the Discord where it seems like in your local area, terrain is more congested. Like, people are playing two sets or more than one set. But in Houston, right, every game I've played is just core set terrain and maybe high ground or the, whatever the other one is. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen a table with that little amount of terrain yet. Like the so my table right now is two core sets of terrain, right? Which is a fair amount, but then like every other table that I've seen set up has been like core set plus high ground plus um cover terrain pack or you know core set two high grounds. Like that like I have not seen anything smaller than that yet. Um someone uh Strike Midnight in the chat says how many levels up can you jump upwards? And to answer that is you can go from one elevation to any other elevation. So you could jump four levels up if you've got a four-level board, uh, just as long on, as you Dizzard, You up. missed the cool way to answer that, which was, can you jump up two levels? And the answer is yes. How far can you jump? Yes. You Anyways. You can eat yourself uh, wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the... The other point uh, was a surprise how much terrain comes with the core pack. And I think that's something that's actually not very much talked about is when the, the price for Shatterpoint was like first announced, everybody was just like, oh my god, like this is an expensive game. And then, you don't remember seeing all those comments? Like it was insane. I mean, I, I've seen some of them. I just 
wildly disagree with it. I, yeah. But but I think that was before we really knew what all came with it. But you open that box, like that box is like bigger wide than I am, and I'm like, Jesus, like this seems huge. And then you know, as you get all the terrain put together, it's very much like a good amount of terrain. Like I definitely think that you are paying worth your money for that box of terrain and models. Dude, I bought a second corset just to have the terrain, <laughs> the extra dice, you know, the extra tokens, like, and it still felt plenty worthwhile to me. <laughs> and the sheer amount of plastic is insane. It, it took me the whole day to build the box. Like, there's what other box can you say, aside from like, you know, big army boxes from other games? Yeah. It takes you the whole day, if not longer, to build it. I, I agree. I was very much the same where. I think I think I'd spent like a good six hours just putting all of it all of it together, and it's like wow, this is a lot. Um, plus, you get the I little tuka got high off plastic glue. That's fair. That's <laughs> what's what better. Um, I guess we'll do we'll do me real quick. Um, I'm wearing the same shirt I wore last episode, but I figured since we were talking about Vader, this was the perfect shirt to wear. Um, and I'm drinking a tropical beer hug. It's a a Tropical beer hug? That yeah, this, the, no, this is actually really cool. Well, that looks sick. Is that, is that a, is it's that a really doggo? good? No, it's is a bear. A doggo or it's a bear. Okay. it's a bear. I wasn't sure if it was doggo or yeah. bear. Um, but this is like it's another one of those like I'm lucky I'm in the military. Like classic specials where it's three bucks for this tall boy. Um, so you know it's actually really good. Um, it's not too heavy, and it's actually a dangerous one, being almost ten percent. Um, but it's really, really good, and I I enjoy it, and I I think it's actually a local to Virginia. Anyways, uh, it's a it's a goose. Um, and what about building slash painting slash playing? Is I got all of uh, Maul, Gar, and the Super Mandos painted, and they are looking pretty fine, and I'm pretty happy with them. I'm tired of painting black and red, though, and ready for some different colors to, to spice some things up. Um, and I, I will say, uh, I don't know if I'm on if you paint your mall yet, but I think Maul was super daunting to look at and be like, how the heck am I going to get all of his tattoos and make it look good? Man, like AMG did a fantastic job with the sculpt because they make painting his tattoos so easy. I was scared of that. And I've actually left him for last. I was telling Charles earlier today, I'm going to do the droids this week with the terrain. I feel like those are low hanging fruit. I can just take some quick wins. Yeah. Build that confidence up a little bit. You know, (laughs) that was, that was my feeling. I was like, I'm going to take something really easy. You know, what's easier than black and red mandos. Um, this will be fine. And then I was just sitting there and, um, Victoria was actually painting, um, she painted a little dragon up, and I was like, you know what? I got I got some more time to paint Maul too. And I knocked Maul out in probably like an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, he's looks good, like he's fine. Um, and then I've been toying around uh, to your uh, testing and our theorizing of Obi with Maul. Uh, it did not work out very well. It was actually quite miserable, <laughs> and Obi Wan like just felt like like. The Mandos and Maul absolutely just played the game great. And then Obi-Wan, his first activation was move and stand on a point because that's all he could do. And then his second activation was move, jump, and stand on another point to keep um, sooner, actually, from taking the point. So like Obi did nothing but literally move. And I never drew him to a point where I could reserve him and get the fancy stuff going. And it just... I, I was like, I just 
Nah, I'm I'm good. And I think it was cool to get the hunkers on the Mandos and get to stay there. But I think with where the game is at currently, um, where a lot of the game is very much melee and being engaged, not being Galactic Republic, so you're not benefiting from the hunker to begin with, really makes it not so great. But if you are Galactic Republic and you can use that hunker in melee... That, that's the difference. Um, so I think Obi is great in Galactic Republic, but trying to splash in just to keep that hunker at the this point in the game, I, just, I don't think it's worth it. You mentioned about the, you know, I think sometimes units get our, they fall victim to the order deck, right? Do you think it was a combination of that that stopped you from exploring that further, or you just, just don't think the hunker's flat out worth it? I think... I think I like order deck was absolutely an issue for Obi's output, um, but the hunker in general was very much. I would have rather had Ahsoka, um, hands down. Uh, I think Sooner and I talked about it afterwards. It was like Ahsoka would have absolutely changed the game state because I got to the point where it's like I was in a spot where I could have won, um, and then I drew Obi, and it literally because I had no force left, I could not do anything with Obi, and I couldn't even swing it back to have a chance to get the game back in my favor. Uh, and I was like, this just not for me. I'm going to go back to my Ahsoka all Mandos. Um, but now we got Vader. In the situation so. you describe, like outside of mall, what primary really does that much with zero force access? Like, um, well, Ahsoka would have been different because of the fact of him wounding characters would have been able to get her into position to where she wouldn't need force to do what she needed to do. To oh, bring okay. the so game you're back. Like some of his yeah. stuff would have meant that Ahsoka would have gotten to move if she had been in the same position. As exactly. Obi Versus Obi really didn't passively do anything for me because I couldn't use the hunker in melee, and like I, it was cool to be able to go with Gar and be like, I'm focused and I'm hunkered and I'm keeping my hunker. So if you want to shoot into my combat, go for it. I got an extra. I got cover basically, uh, which I think was really really cool. Um, and I think it's neat, but I think at the state of the game we're at right now, unless you're able to leverage those hunkers to be used in melee, like you can with Galactic Republic, I, I just don't think it's as much value. I will say I have a goal at some point to use Ahsoka where she gets to move during my opponent's activation and I take a point during their turn. I've had that happen, actually. Uh, DeLuca actually did that to me. I was like, I have a chance to swing this game in my favor and killed somebody and he moved Ahsoka onto the point and I was just like, oh, that's the thing. <laughs> and then I was like, wow, man, this like Ahsoka's just so stupid good. Um, I almost think she's worth it all the time. I know a lot of people love Padawan Ahsoka. Yeah. And this might derail, but I think you guys go down a bunch of rabbit holes, so I'm down to jump through this. <laughs> You're <one>. not wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, a lot of people are like, I want to play Padawan Ahsoka, I want to play Padawan Ahsoka, but like, I think Primary Ahsoka is great, and Rex is good enough to where I don't mind losing out on Padawan Ahsoka. That and, like, probably by the time that Padawan Ahsoka actually comes out with Plo Koon, there's going to be so many different options for secondaries that it's not going to matter as much. I think right now it's just a feels bad because of the promise of you're going to get this character to, yeah, nah. I think I, I would I would go out on a limb and say it's mostly people want to play oops all lightsabers. True. I think that's more so than like is Padawan Ahsoka better than Rex? I think it's just 
people want to play more lightsabers. I I honestly would argue Rex is better than Padawan Ahsoka, but that's probably I don't know. I don't even think it's I I don't think it's a hot take either. I think Rex just has more going for him generally. Um, it depends. In Galactic Republic. In Galactic Republic, like, yeah. In Galactic Republic, yeah. Yeah, I she think if you force user, yeah. yeah. Like if I had Padawan Ahsoka, I would probably be running her with Vader. To be completely honest, which speaking of that, you want to get into this dual pack? Yeah, I think let's uh, let's dive into it. So. Do we want to start with Vader or do we want to start with Obi? I kind of want to build up. Like, yeah, let's start with Obi. Cool start with Obi? Okay. Let's start with Obi. All right. We're not fans of reading the cards because it's such a weird game to read the card off of here. So let's just go ahead and start with Amon. What's that face for? Is it because you guys read the cards? Because <laughs> we read the cards. <laughs> but you guys do it okay. I, honestly, I would say if anybody has gotten down how to read cards, it's you guys at Gamers Guild. I think Gamers Guild does a fine job. Their first time reading cards, though, ooh, and I know Kenny's in here. I know he can say, yes, it was rough. Um, but I think you guys and Gamers Guild have come down to a very fluid way to make it easy to listen to reading the card. Um but I don't know that way, so I'm not going to bother. Uh, but let's just go ahead and talk about what we think of these characters and their impact on the game, and yay or nay. Let's start with Amon as he is the guest. What are your thoughts on Obi? Yeah, there's so much. There's so many thoughts. I think the first thing that stands out to me is no tags, right? He just gets Force user and Jedi. And so, for me, like... I don't know if it's intentional because he's cross... I guess generation or whatever you want to call it in terms of timeline that he can kind of be splashed anywhere. I mean, obviously mind trick stands out the most and, yeah. and I'm sure we can talk about that, but I also don't think his durability is where I'd like him to be. Like eight seems low for Obi-Wan. I, I can agree with that, especially since his defenses really aren't Obi-Wan defenses. Like his defensive expertise, I guess, I guess it's not bad. Like you get, one for one, two for two, three for three, which actually is arguably pretty good. Um, five dice. He's, I, I would say, though, he's like probably just average defenses. The fact, though, that he can't be exposed is kind of juicy and that he just gets to do a recovery when he would be exposed. Um, I don't know when you'd be inclined to forcefully expose him, though, um, because more often than not, if you're going to expose somebody, there's a different option you can go. Um, I agree with Mind Trick being really cool but i think the eight health thing makes last stand of the jedi where he gets to add dice per injured token seems pretty pretty cool i don't think it's as good as maul and i think he's going to suffer from the fact that people talked about maul so much with maul's issues being too durability but he has this cool ability um i think he's going to suffer more from that than maul ever will because he has eight health and not 11 and he only gets it per the injured tokens. I do want to say some interesting things, and I put this under the forums. If you read the ability run, uh, it says that the unit started this unit's activation, choose a character in this unit or another allied character that is engaged with an enemy character, you get to heal or reposition. Um, you get to heal and reposition. Oh, heal and reposition. Uh, the interesting part about this, and the reason why I put it on the forums, is the way it's worded. Choose a character in this unit or another allied character that is engaged. I think you can be taken one of two ways where it's you choose Obi or you choose a character that's engaged. Um, or it's you choose Obi or a character that's engaged. Both of the characters have to be engaged to be targeted by this. 
Um, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts on this, because I think this drastically changes Obi uh, and his what he's able to do if he's able to just target himself and he doesn't have to be engaged himself. As, is there an answer yet? No. Okay. I mean, obviously, I think the biggest downside to him is that he's a secondary that is not going to get into any midline points unless that is ruled where he can always give himself yep. that advance. Um, I have a suspicion that it won't. I feel like that would be pretty good. So I think it would be kind of cool if they gave that to him. Right now, he kind of seems like the secondary that you would start off deploying them like where they are holding one of the back objectives, mm. right? Like you, you start them off in that position and Obi's real strength. While I agree that Jedi mind trick is cool. I think what Obi is going to do is when he gets to activate and you just give someone that, that advance that, uh, sorry, I'm on, what is it called again? The uh, reposition reposition where you could on Obi's activation, potentially like move him to a spot and move someone else um, is going to be a big deal in the mid game. But that also means that he's only moving once he can't move and like jump to a spot. Um, And so I'm a little, I I think he's fine, but I don't think he's going to be anything, anything special at the moment. But I mean, that that could change if, uh, if it's ruled where he just gives himself the reposition anytime and he doesn't have to be engaged. So I guess the, is the clarification on the tactics ability that the that is engaged is referring to just the allied character or just or both? Is that yeah, the question? That's my yes, question. That's the question. Ah, uh, so rules is intended. I would think it was. It applies to Obi Wan and or. Yeah, I think that's the, the whole intention. concept of running away is like yeah, <laughs> running away from combat. Know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's how I would play it, and that's how I would rule it. Obviously, I don't know what you're going to do for the TTS stuff, but. Yeah, I agree with y'all that, like, he's cool, but I completely agree that, like, you don't need to play with him to create some uber special list or something like that. I do think that run is really interesting because it allows you to maybe get onto points that maybe your opponent didn't think you could get onto, right? That's about during their turn, especially. I like that he's got, you know, jumps and pushes kind of early in his tree and access to a fair amount of replenishment. Um, but overall, I this guy's not... Especially since like there's a pretty reasonable chance if you're going to play Premier, that you're going to play Obi and Clones as one of your four, right? And so you're not playing this guy. Um, he doesn't immediately jump out to me as something that I'm going to prioritize um, yeah. playing a lot. I might play him when he comes out and like after I paint him just so I at least can like talk about him on the cast and be like, here's my experiences with him. But he's not instinctually making my four squads. I agree. I mean, some people have been calling him Obi-2, um, which I think is kind of funny. But I do think Obi-Wan is, is so much better. <laughs> I do think he's an interesting choice outside of the, the, the Galactic Republic risk. Like if you want to play all Separatists and your options are a little bit more limited there especially with all the releases set to come out, then I do think Obi-Wan is, is an option. I, I, I think, like, looking at his card and trying to evaluate it, at first I was like, this is for the memes. But I really actually think he wouldn't be that bad as a secondary for Vader, which we could talk about after we talk about Vader. But um, I, I, I kind of like him with Maul. I just, it just comes down to, like, where... Does Maul go for his support? And that's the issue. Is Obi 
two doesn't really do anything for the supports you're trying to do, which kind of comes back to something that a lot of people in the community and I know all three of us included think this that like your supports and your secondaries synergizing is incredibly important to your squad building um, and Obi not having any of that is kind of just like is it is it worth it um, and I don't know I think mind trick is really cool but mind being able to be in a position to pull off mind trick is really kind of just saying kill me uh like it really is um because obi's not going to be hard to take out with his defense and his health pool i just think how easy is it to take out Bo? that's it's very i think i agree with you he might be kind of an interesting secondary to try with dooku i thought about that too yeah right like i mean like jango's real good don't get me wrong like jango fits but I have found a lot of time when I'm playing Separatists, I have an overabundance of Force Replenish, mm-hmm. and I would probably have the Force to spend on Jedi Mind Trick. And I think Dooku, like, having access to the Obi Advance could do some, like, pretty cool things. Um, and so I, I I could see some... I, like, I, I could see that. That's weird, where you're, like, imagining, like, an Attack of the Clones. Dooku's like, hey... Qui-Gon would have joined me, and Obi's like, if Qui-Gon would have done it, I'm a separatist now. I'm in. Like, I'm in. <laughs> let's do this. Fuck, fuck the Republic. Let's go Seppies. Uh, Let me ask you this, though. Do you think you have all that force because Django's refreshing it? I think it's a combination no. of the two. I, I actually do. Dooku is the boy who, like, you're like, a wounded dude? Get force. Uh, yeah, I think Obi, and... not Obi, but Dooku just generates it, but I think the reason why you have an abundance is because of both of them combined. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's, I think it's largely Dooku. It's yep. Dooku gives you the seventh, right? He gives you that extra one. And then Dooku doesn't spend for a jump, right? No. Like where all your other primaries are spending to get their extra movement. He just gets it. And so um, I think Dooku just relieves some of that pressure. And then, um, and, and then that kind of like opens, opens you up to, to those options. So I, I would probably try him there and I, I, I don't think I would hate it, but Django's legit. Django, Django is legit. Django's legit. Argue close second to best secondary possibly. If he had more things that synergized with him, I could easily see him if, breaking if, into being the if best. If he had the tag Mando, he would be the best. Mm. Oh. oh, he That's oh. probably why he doesn't have it. Yeah. He should. Yeah. <laughs> he should when you when you say stuff that hot, you got to give me a warning cuz now Sorry. my pets my pants are moist. Oh. I will I will say like Obi-Wan is super interesting in, in both Dooku and Maul, but you know, Dizzard, like you've made it no secret like you like playing with Gar, right? Yeah. And and I think Dooku could re- or not Dooku, but Obi Wan or Obi Two rather could replace Gar because his shove is the second. Yes, uh, is on the second tree, and the third. Right? So, and the third. So I th- I think you could do it. I think it would be a fun place to try it. I think it's worth trying. Um, and the more value I could get out of like a purchase, like the duels pack, is better. Um, my only thing is. Is it worth running just Supermandos under Maul? Because like, the support is really where it comes into question. And without having Bo on the table, or Gar, or the other Clan Krees, is it worth it for just the Supermandos? And that's the question that I don't really know. Alright, I got a question for you guys that's kind of just funny. Um, possible nickname for secondary Obi-Wan. Because he's out of hiding, so it's O... 
you we call him Obi Wan. <laughs> no, not a fan. Okay, I, I like Obi too. <laughs> Whoever came up with that, I love it. But I hit the wrong one. It was supposed to be this. Oh, oh, Obi Wan. <laughs> um, I, one last thing I want to talk about Obi though is I do really, really like his combat tree. I just mm. don't think he has the dice to support what you want from this combat tree. Granted, I don't know. Maybe just because it's crazy looking, but it's only four wide. Um, but I do like this combat tree. It, it is really spicy. You're right in that it does get better with Vader when we do talk about Vader. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind it too much. I mean, six dice isn't bad. No. And arguably well, you'll he's get, two get to those three. two like we, he's got last stand of the jedi right and so like a lot of time people got to wound the character that you put on points um, and he's easy and to so... kill <laughs> i mean you could force it sure yeah yeah um so i think he he really feels like more maybe maybe different than any other character so far he feels like a struggle three character to me I would say I like two and three, but yeah. I, I don't disagree. He's a late game player. Like he's definitely not an early game player by any means. Um, Especially because his tactics ability only procs once you're in combat, right? You're only yeah. really getting into combat. End Which, of struggle I, man, I, 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 I'm trying to wrap your head around how that's going to impact a game is very, very interesting. Even Mind Trick, trying to wrap your head around how Mind, track, mind Trick could impact your game is like, yeah, you're going to shut off an attack, but then it's like, this isn't MCP. It doesn't say they get their action back. It just says it shuts off the attack. Like, there is no getting your action back from this wording. Let me ask you this. So, like, how do you play Maul? Do you just yeet Maul up the middle of the board, or are you keeping him on the sides? Uh, I like to flank with him. He's a, he's a, he's a, in mobile terms, he's a jungler, uh, for anybody who understands that. Yeah. Uh, he likes to play on the sides, and I think the more you throw your lightsaber, the more effective Maul actually is. Well, it's interesting is if you kind of if you have him jungle right, Obi Wan can counter Maul fairly well because you can just mind trick. That's actually true. So I do want to back up for a second. The ability straight up says right there in it they get to make another attack. Target no, 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 no. It does not. Someone else. It's a, yeah. It, Let me see this. Yeah, they get to make another attack targeting someone else. They just at two less dice. So they Correct. still get to make another attack. I just want okay, to be- so okay, so I okay, I I see. But the thing is, though, if they don't have where I'm making the parallel to MCP is typically when it comes to MCP and it has an ability like this, it is very much yeah, they you don't get, get the, the action back. Yes. they don't get the, the action which, back, which they could then do anything with, which is huge. Versus in this, where it's like one, you're gonna have to have somebody in range of that character, which I would say more often than not, you don't really plan on having two people in your range unless you're playing with your supports and you're making sure you can stack your attacks properly. You might be exaggerating slightly. Maybe. There's plenty of times yeah. where there's multiple characters in attack range. But it's well, it's a very, very good superpower. Or yes, it's a very, it is. very good <laughs> force power. You know? But also, like, a lot of attacks are range 4 and 5, right, in this game. Yeah. And even if you're throwing with Maul's lightsaber, isn't it range... It's range 5 or 4? Uh, 4. 4. four. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he should... I mean, if but, he's, like, really out of position, then, yeah, Jedi Mind Trick shuts it down. But, but losing two dice off of it, that can cut people out of hitting their key push, you know? Yeah, oh, for it's sure. Still, it's just really, really good. And I think that ability 
probably yeah. saves you a score almost every well, time you use it. Coffee coffee makes a really good point, actually. And it's the free five die attacks that get to go away. Oh, and, yeah. You're just like, free five die attacks, spend two force, you don't get that attack. Yeah, which for going against droids, that's kind of big. That's That's pretty fair. That's a good shout. Yeah. All right, I think it's time we dive into the real hype train here. And dun, that dun, is, I should have, I should have made a soundbite just for this. Dun, 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 you got to do that. <sighs> All right, we get Darth impressive. Vader, Most Jedi impressive. Hunter. Um, I think first of all, my biggest like issue point with vader so far is i wish he was 8 sp because i want to put everything with him like <laughs> i think him being 7 sp is the right call but man i wish he was 8 sp dude he'd uh, be a great mando leader oh, yes, my, God. Dude. oh my god oh 12 health at 8 sp is it would i mean be- the fact that he's 12 health at 7 sp even is just like come at me bro um <laughs> he's Man, he's so chonky. Uh, I guess we'll start at the top. Vader's Fury. Uh, each character makes a dash, or each character. So Vader gets to make an advance, and then he gets to add two damage. He just gets to add two damage to the pool. Like, cool. <laughs> like, like, okay. Um, he's got repost. Um, he's got Maul's attack. Well, let's attack. let's talk about Vader's Fury before we like okay. jump through everything. Let's kind of share yeah. our thoughts on each part of it. Okay, Vader's Fury. Um, I think it's sick. Like and Sick. it's only one force and it's so freaking amazing that it's just leaning in to the name itself of Vader's Fury. This dude is going to make that advance and slash you down and all of a sudden you're just hurting. It just it's to me, like I, I think this is very much everything on Vader's card is it is very much thematic. It is Vader, and I'm so happy with his card overall. What I really like about it is that Sometimes, you know, you have that character that you're trying to attack that one to two health left, and sometimes the mm-hmm. dice don't work out. This guarantees it, which is awesome. Or if they're like three or four health, all you need is really one to get through, and then the rest can be finished off, right? It's it's awesome. It's very reliable. It all it often means, like, you're going to be able to, like, one-shot a lot of support units, like, because he's going to get enough damage through plus the two damage. I will say my one negative here is, because obviously we'll get to his keywords, but there's some Galactic Republic in there. Uh, I think if you switch out Anakin for Vader, you're going to feel the loss of a jump. I think when you have a side of the board that I, I feel like that's not that's not a non-issue is just what I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, I think this is where you become your local TO and make sure every single board has a lot of ladders. Or you try to screw over Vader. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if the jump matters too much. I know that you're like, we, we love Mandos, and I love Mandos Says the too person much. who was playing on tables with one set of core set terrain. But to be fair, if you go to any con, how many tables are going to be like two core sets worth of terrain? I think that's going to be standard. Like, I think, I, I, I don't know. I think standard is going to be one core set, one high ground. I think that exactly. is. That's I, I think that is the standard for what you should expect. Under I think table. that's going to be small. Like I think when we start seeing real tournaments and stuff, uh, I think it's going to be like even if you just imagine the average board that like Jesse's putting together for this. Jesse's stuff, a madman, right? But, Jesse like, is people, a madman. But people have stuff from Legion, from these other games. This is okay, not but the first like, Star Wars game. People let's, are going to have let's... tables of other stuff. Like, well, I don't think it's going to be a. Uh, one core set 
plus a little bit extra is going to be the norm. I mean, maybe for some stores for a little while it will be, but six months from now, fuck no. We'll let you know. We'll let you know how Nova goes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll be at Nova. You should also come, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh. not going to make it, but um, I mean, it's. Will there be some smaller, you know, less stuff on tables at Nova? Sure. Um, I just think, assuming that's the way things are going to be in the long run, I don't think it's going to be the case. I think long run, sure, it's not going to be an issue. Uh, But I would say probably for the next six months, it's probably going to be the average table will be corset high ground. Also in six months, like, we'll probably get that other Vader that they already showed at Adepticon, so... This he Vader probably won't have news. jump either. J- Vader doesn't jump much. I feel like no, he walks. I okay. That's probably the biggest miss in this card is he doesn't have an innate that says this character can only dash. Um, no, the biggest whiff on this card is no force choke. That's fair. That's I like actually, that. Right. Yeah, that's actually real like, fair. It's literally in the art. He's force choking in the art. And He's force no choking force you. Choke. If you're looking at the card, he is force choking you. <laughs> like, does, does he force choke in the in the Kenobi show? Because this is definitely the Kenobi show, right? I don't think. Yeah, he, force he literally chokes. like grabs like he's literally force choking Obi Wan across the sand and dragging him through. I thought the he fire. was like body choking. Eh, I mean, that's I mean, I mean to be fair, yeah, he force chokes as Anakin quite a bit in the Clone Wars. So it's it's like a signature thing for good old Darth Vader, uh, but yeah, him not having. I think I think it's because they want to separate Darth Vader Jedi Hunter and then Darth Vader, um, yeah. whatever his title is going to be for his thing. Well, then don't make the art all force chokey. Make it a little more lightsabery art. Yeah, make I'm it more happy. Lightsaber. I mean, the art is cool. I like it. Oh yeah, the art is big great. fan. I'm not a, you know, no, Chris uh, Bjors. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic art. It just. If you're going with that art, I would like a little force choke action in there somewhere. <laughs> here's here's what you can imagine. You can imagine his Sith Lord strikes back being a force choke. Which is basically a better revenge I must have revenge. Because this is not limited by only being a melee attack that wounds him. Okay, that's going to be my canon. The Sith Lord strikes back. I mean, it's, it's a melee attack, which I guess he's using his hands. So yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. going to call that... I, I force choke you yeah. for uh, wounding me. Doesn't this attack have to wound him, though? It does. It's just like Maul, except for the fact that it's not limited to being only a melee attack that wounds him. Because like, Maul's biggest issue is you just stand at range 3 and shoot him, and then he doesn't get to do his revenge. I must have revenge because it's a, it's a range mm. attack. Vader, however, will be able to still do the attack back after he gets wounded, which... Pretty, not if, pretty uh, good. Only Jedi mind tricks him. True, uh, true, true, true. That's true. two force though. That's expensive. Probably three force because he'll be wounded or injured. Yeah. Uh, but we skipped we skipped over repose. But I think we all know what repose does. I think Vader having repose makes more sense than deflect. Uh, I like it. Thoughts on repose? It's I good. Mean, it's an right. ability. I don't think anybody is sad to have. Fair. But it's only melee attack, right? He does not yeah, yeah. Range it's only melee. Anakin but, gets it against ranged. Correct. But Vader's slow. If you think about like Vader, Vader's much slower than Anakin. So he just absorbs the hits with his freaking twelve health. Uh, <laughs> um, Sith Lord strikes back is the one. The basically the attack back. I like it. I like the fact that it's basically 
better Maul uh, for the attack back because he's not limited by the range, just like we said. What are your guys' thoughts on this? I think it's great. Big fan of it. What really is interesting is someone can just shove you off a point, right? Think they could win it. Maybe they do too much damage or their intent is to take you out. You dash right back onto the point. You know, deal that five yep. damage. It's, or five attack. It's pretty cool. Facts. Yeah. Ominous. It's, it's solid. I think... Um, obviously, he's not scoring points, right? Because he's wounded. Um, but I think still getting yourself back into position may be more important than the attack. Um, sure, you might push someone back off the point so they don't get to score it either. But... Uh, a lot of the time, especially for um, the primaries, it feels real bad when you get, like, double pushed off a point, and then when you have to, like, finally go back to that character, and now it's a different struggle, and you're like, man, I am so out of position. I think the Sith Lord strikes back, doesn't doesn't start off costing any force. Um, solid. Yep. Solid choice. All right, now his signature, which is probably one of the coolest parts of his card, in my opinion. Um when an Your allied makes character makes an attack as part of a combat action, notices allied character doesn't say other allied, so he can make himself do it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, after choosing a target, the attacking unit may suffer two damage. If it does, the attacker adds three dice to the attack roll. Oh my god, Maul loves this ability. Like I, I, I read this and I was like, oh my god, I must pair Vader with Maul. Because he gets to suffer the damage before Maul builds his dice pool, which means if you did a force run with Maul and you do this, you now you don't need to do the expose uh, thing before you attack. Man, it's so juicy. And then he's rolling four added dice around his first activation. God, it makes Maul, it makes me Maul happy. Um, Omnis, I want to hear your thoughts on this because I'm just a Maul fanboy and Maul is shaking his head over here like, yes, yes. Oh, so, um... <laughs> Rex is my favorite of the clones, like of any clone in anything. Yeah, it's Rex. He's got some of that cool arc trooper shoulder pad stuff going on. Like Rex is Rex is the man. And there's great synergy here because Rex is like cool damage tree where you get, you know, a push, um, a pin and um, recover position. Reposition at the very end. Also gives you two um, replenishes. And so when you give this to Rex, there's a pretty reasonable chance that he just heals the damage right back. Yep. And so you're just like, boom, Rex, roll 10 dice. Like, annihilate this guy, push him off the point, pin him, and then heal the damage right back. Like, oh my god, that, and then that like, is like the it's, coolest. It's also very much, you can just do your head cannon. like, what if Rex never left Anakin? Like, what if he just kept working for him? That's what if Ahsoka cool. didn't rescue him and he just got to yeah. go serve Vader? Yeah, as like, like Vader's number number two. Yeah, I like it. I think it's an amazing. It's a game defining ability, just because it allows you to build lists in certain ways. Obviously, you talked about Maul, which it's the first thing I thought of as well. Is like I can finally feel good about playing him and throwing a crap ton of dice. But I also think it's really interesting to pair with you know we we talked about the Galactic Republic tag, which I find very fascinating because it pairs really well with Obi Wan. Because you can make Obi-Wan swing for a shit ton of dice, and Obi-Wan gets a lot of recoveries in his tree, right? Yeah. So his, I think I don't know if it's Ceresu or whatever, the one that's only five dice. You can make that a pretty respectable attack, which is eight dice, pretty good. And then he can heal back up, which makes that particular stance more interesting. Versus the fact just that going you back. can make it eight with Vader, or sorry, uh, yeah, eight with Vader and then 11 because of Hello There, uh, yeah. which Crazy. is insane. Because we were talking... 
earlier today, and it was very much like that combat tree is so good, but it's limited by the, the dice. dice. And man, like Vader being able to pump, basically Vader being able to make anybody Darth Maul for an attack is is nuts. Yeah, it makes well, Luminara pretty decent too. Because if you can get to her tree, she's got I think f- five recover yeah. over the course of her Suresu tree, and you can bump that up to to nine dice. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, I think when you realize like there's no range on this, so like yeah. this affects your other squad too. You know, w- even just like Asajj, right? Like suddenly Asajj is like almost always hitting her free force push. Right, you're like take two damage, get a free force push. I mean the know? fact, and the and fact that you could do this during everybody's attack. It's not limited to like once per yeah. struggle or anything crazy like that. It's like, hey, I'm attacking with somebody. Screw it, I'm taking two damage. Give me that three dice. Like it makes Mando scary. It makes it makes Vader on the Dude, field. Vader on the field makes the entire team like this. It throws all the dice math that you're used to completely off. I'm a big fan. Yeah, he's honestly everything I wanted. Now I don't think you need him to play Galactic Republic. <laughs> yeah, but I do think it's very enticing. My first instinct, though, is I think he's a side grade to Anakin for Galactic Republic. Like, I'm not sure he's better than Anakin, but I don't think he's worse either. Like, he's kind of different, but like, kind of an equal power level is my first instinct. Could be wrong. It could prove that Anakin's double attack is just better, but it also could prove that like being able to give Obi Wan bonus dice like is, is too bullshit. Um, but is he like going to straight up just like make it so nobody ever plays Anakin? I don't think so. It's interesting because the momentum shenanigans you can do with Anakin is, is very worthwhile. I think in some cases, but yeah, you know, I think Dizzer's mentioned on, on the cast before is that. You're relying on dice too much. Let's not give Dizzard too much credit. Ah! Uh, (laughs) I do agree that maybe Anakin adjacent is fair, but I do think that identity is incredible. And it it changes the way you squad build. Whereas, like, you can replace Anakin with an Ahsoka or something like that, right? But, like, Anakin's signature, like, ability is pretty good too. Like, being able to, like, actually get scoring as well out of. I've seen Anakin's signature ability just end games. Yeah, sure. Facts. But to be honest, this could also end games where it's like, I have, I just drew, let's, let me think of like, who's like the worst. I just drew 501st and they are notorious for not doing great at attacking. Now their attack is pumping, what, 11 dice if they focus, which is pretty respectable even for clones. It makes Gar really good too, actually. Car car rolling 12 dice, like, oof. Gar rolling 12 (laughs) dice is nuts, bro. Oh man, I might go back to Gar instead of Bow in that mall list. Uh, anyways, Gar kind of wants to shoot, right? Because you can. Only, oh, I guess yeah. No, no, no. To, you only Gar, get the bonus dice to melee. Have you Gar used Gar in melee? Attack. Have you used yeah, Gar? But, this would be a thirteen die attack from Gar in melee. He's probably getting his tree. This is why you build him with the shield and and pistol because this this Vader right here. I hard disagree with that one, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think we're all fans here. Um, I think the next biggest thing to note on this card we're looking at is one Vader is twelve health and three durability, which comes into question. Um, why is Maul two durability, dude? 
That's been my biggest problem with Maul this whole time. Like, yeah, he lost his legs, but Anakin lost both his legs and arm and like half his organs. Yeah. I'm really curious Vader's and I was the chosen one, boys. <laughs> no, Anakin's the chosen one. Vader's just a byproduct. Um Vader is the chosen one. <laughs> but I just I just think it's super interesting, uh, because arguably Vader is gonna be scarier across the table than Maul. Um arguably. Uh, because he's impacting the team more than uh, Maul does. And being able to keep Vader sticking around longer to be able to do that signature, which isn't impacted by wounds, is kind of big. Um, so I, I like My the fact that he's... Vader three. is that I don't have a three-cost Mandalorian support unit. Yes, that's facts. That is absolute facts. facts. I don't think you'll ever get one, to be honest. Maybe when we get Death Watch. Will you not I about, uh, dreams, Shadow Collective. Bro? I'm I thought sorry. we were cool. You're just we're like tight. I love literally, you. literally stepping on my dreams. To be fair, though, delicious tennis shoes. Could you imagine getting like a Mandalorian squad that or support that was three cost? And just how like middling they'd have to be to be three. It would have to be one unit or yeah. one character. Um. Um. Yeah. And the next biggest thing I want to point out is Omnis and I had an ongoing thing that Vader would have or would not have Inquisitorious, and that Omnis can now admit that he was wrong and owes me a beer. Um, I can admit that I owe you a beer. Speaking of Inquisitorious, <laughs> because we've seen the Grand Inquisitor's card, do we think there's like good synergy running them both? I think the well, design it feels like there's of... like no synergy. No, what are you talking about? Grand Inquisitor has a thing that says like with an allied member with Inquisitorious he gets to do X. I forgot what it was, but it's something stupid. But like his cool one doesn't work on primaries. You know who we are. It's choose an allied Inquisitorious secondary character. Oh. Supporting character, but, and then they can dash. Like I think, isn't it like his signature ability or something can still affect Vader? Yeah. When they wound an enemy unit, after the effect is resolved, one allied Inquisitorious character may recover twice. Which could be good because it you pump up your damage. The damage. Yeah, the, honestly, yeah. that's actually pretty big. Run Vader and Grand Inquisitor together. Now you're just making everybody do Vader's signature, and hopefully they get that wound, which gives them the two recover. So you run what Grand Inquisitor Reva, one of the supporting characters from the box, Darth Vader. What are you running in the Vader team? No idea. Rex and Bible first. Yeah. Bible first. Or or you're hoping that the second support inquisitor is a three cost, and it's really and it, if that is the case, then that is like probably designed to be ran with Vader from testing. This All is right, the well, I don't want to derail too much into the the okay. potential of what those <laughs> support units may look like. Do uh, you want to talk about the supports for a little bit because we well, kind of got into it earlier? Let's 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 run over oh, the, the uh, combat change. his his stances, which are amazing. He gets to throw a lightsaber. Uh, both combat trees, I think, are nuts. Um, one is very shove heavy. Actually, they're both pretty shove heavy. Um, but one you get two shoves on three. The other one you get two shoves on four. Um, his expertise is really, really good on Dark Rage. Uh, two crits off of one expertise is insane. This is nuts, nuts. Um, yeah, I I love these stances, and I really don't know which one I prefer because they're both really good stances. Yeah, they both have their place. I think. Um, 
I think the core set had a lot of characters where I feel like you 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 lean one way or the other more often. Yeah, I can see with Vader you switching more often. Yeah, um, because you know I'm not a fan of Dark Rage on Maul. I like Sinister Cunning, but Vader's Dark Rage nuts. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, <It's insane. laughs> like the on three for on... Gemso and like pushing on the first success. So like... here's here's the thing about Dark Rage is you're rolling seven dice, you're getting two crits off of one expertise. On three results, you're getting two, three, four, four damage and two shoves. And then if you did Vader's Fury, it's now six damage and two shoves off of three results. Which you're probably I mean, you're getting always, three. You're always pumping it up, right? Yeah, like I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, even when he's wounded, like yeah, it costs more, but it's like like that makes it to where this combat tree is insane on both sides of his combat tree. Like if you do Vader's Fury on Dark Rage on three results, you can get two, four, six, two, four, uh, two, four, seven, two, four, seven. So basically. With Vader's Fury, you could be doing seven damage on three results, which is next to Anakin levels. It's not as good as Anakin, but it's up there. No, it's pr- it's pretty damn good. And then you go to, well, I think Dark Rage is great. Obviously, you start in Form Five, right? Yeah. And then you get the better defensive expertise. What I really like is you got the climb. Yes, <laughs> free climb is great. One of my I had patrons- to ask him on what that symbol was. I'm like that. I mean, like climb was my guess. But hadn't seen it before. And one of my patrons made the joke, he finally learned the importance of the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, damn. Uh, they're both great, man. I, obviously, Form 5 is interesting at range because you get that lightsaber throw, right? Yeah. But I love the, the status conditions. You can either pick the pinned or the exposed, which is great. Nice. All right. Now, before we get on to this little support talk, I have one last thing. Unless I'm just wanted to say something. Okay, uh, my my last thing about this is I think that both these characters are good for the game. I think that they are they look really fun to play. I 100% think that if you are a Vader fanboy, you will love this box. But I also 100% think that, like I said earlier, if you are strapped and it's like I can get the high ground box or I can get the duels pack... I'm probably getting the high ground box. I don't think this is a must have for your collection unless it's the fact that you really want it. I don't if think there was a must buy box coming out next month. It's Luminara. Probably. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're probably a Vader fanboy. Yeah. And you're probably buying this or, box anyways because you want Vader. Yeah. Vader fan Can you person. be a Star Wars fan and not like Vader? Like, are those two or Obi Wan possible? Or, I feel like you have to like at least one of them, right? I mean, they are the best part of the original trilogy. Not Bar Two D Two. Bar Two D Two goes hard. Boba Fett goes hard too. He's probably one of the best facts oh, of the. That's true. He did set the stage for all of my sweet Mandalorian future. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait till Boba Fett comes out. Yeah, uh, because he'll be Django a better. Well, he won't have. If Django's any indication, he probably won't have the Mandalorian keyword. My, my question about Boba, let's do a quick little speculation. Is Boba going to be a primary or a secondary? He'll be a primary. I think, I primary. think he'll be a pr- 
I think he'll be a primary because they'll do him from the Mando show or the Book of Boba Fett show. Yeah, Fennec Shan will be his secondary. his secondary. That'd be pretty cool though. If they do the bike people though, I will get annoyed. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't really. Think I didn't care his, for the bike uh, people. Who do you think would be his support unit? Uh, the I can't remember what race they are. The pig guys. The yes. Gamorian, yeah, Gamorian guards. Gamorian guards. I would love oh. that for a support. What or a couple of like the... IG droids or something would be. No, nah, who's sweet? the ranger that he was friends with? The the sheriff of the town that he heal. Oh, sorry, spoilers, but he heals in the back of the tank at the end of the. You know what I'm talking about the one that Cad kills, or Cad Ka- shoots. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Well, he was also in. He, he was, was also in Mando. Yeah, he was. Um. Yeah, but I thought didn't he put the person he put in the back to tank was the the Wookie. <laughs> coffee, coffee says this is the Rancor he rides around on. That's it's Bubba and the Rancor. <laughs> I'm down for that coffee. One hundred percent down. All right. I do hope we eventually get Boba riding a Rancor mini. Honestly, Boba riding a Rancor ultimate encounter. Let's go. Uh. <laughs> I'd be down. I'd buy that box. I'd buy that box over this dual pack. Dual pack's great. Dual dual pack is great. Not necessary for your gameplay. Don't feel like it's something that's good long behind a paywall because that is not the case. It's good, but only get it if you really want it. I'll leave it at that. I have a question for both of you. Okay. Since I feel like we both agree with Dizzard's take. Right, Charles? Yeah. Hey, let's not dig too deep on agreeing with Dizzard. It's it's happened a lot. It's happened a lot this episode. I... I don't have the desert animosity. I'm a mall guy. We're both mall peeps. Also, ever since the first time Amon and I met in person, and he's like, hey, man, I like what you do. My name's Amon. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. Everybody's like, cool, man. Because we're sitting next to each other during Nova. Uh, Our first game, we played next to each other. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. No, I remember. Because you were, you were just like, hey, man. And I'm like, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> like, that's socially to, awkward. <laughs> to be fair, my voice is not that high, but I'll allow it. Um, we were both playing Malakit that event too. If yeah, you yeah, and we that was both, a good one. It was good. Nova was fun last year. Nova's gonna be fun this year. All right, go on. What, what's your question? All right, if you could make your own dual pack and it can't be Duel of Fates, what dual pack would it be? Dizzard, can you go first? I want to think about this. I'm gonna second. rebel and say Duel of Fates because you can't <laughs> because Qui Gon and Darth Maul is the best duel. Like that should have been the first dual pack of this game. No, I agree with you. That's why I said it's not an option. Like, God, that's like the coolest thing ever. There's a freaking song for it. Like, how is this not the first dual pack? Anyways, I digress. Um, Han and Boba. Did they really Did they fight? Duel? They had a huge, huge animosity towards each other for the longest time. But did they fight, though? They never... That's true. They didn't really get the chance to fight. They never dueled. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, Boba and the freaking Sarlacc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, real answer. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, God, this is a hard one, actually. Um, serious answer. Give me... I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out to Sam because Sam isn't here to represent and Ray versus Kylo. Hmm, that's pretty sweet. So a couple like on top of the on top of the the ship and the water. Yeah, I think that I think that'd be a cool one. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Because maybe it could be a piece Um, of terrain, you know. 
I like it. <laughs> One of my favorite fights that we didn't like instinctively get the characters from because, like, having just rewatched Clone Wars, right? I think. One of the best fights in the whole show is the Ahsoka Darth Maul fight. Yeah. But we got the characters that are meant to be in that anyway, right? Like, they're not a dual pack, but they're meant to be that moment in time. Um, and then, um, but most of the other fights are like four people. Like, I really liked the Maul, Savage, Obi, and Asajj fight. That's a that good one. That was sick. Um, but some other fights that I thought would be cool for a dual pack would have been like, um, Obi-Wan and Jango from Attack of the Clones on um, Kamino would have been fantastic. But uh, I think if I had to like actually pick one, it would be um, Din with the Beskar Spear versus Moff Gideon with the Darksaber. That'd be sick. I like that, yeah. Because that would be two characters we don't have as well. And so... I'm not mad um, at that. But I would also take Bo-Katan with the Darksaber versus um, Power Armor um, uh, Moff Gideon. Uh, I thought you were going to say Axe, which was honestly a better fight than the one against Moff Gideon. I thought the fight with Axe looked really awkward. Like, that was definitely a fight where they don't, they didn't know how they want humans it fighting was, humans. It was very much Fair. a power struggle, though, which you could tell between the fighting, whereas like, they didn't want to just make it over right away, and I enjoyed the fight for it. Uh, versus like the Moff Gideon fight with Bo was kind of just like it was over before it started. Like it. Okay. Eh. I have I have two. Okay. Answers. Okay. Okay. First one because we love Mandalorians and Mandalorians are stronger together. And this gets another Maul is Maul versus Previsla. I'm down the dark saber. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was a sick fight, and I think you could. And Maul purposefully doesn't use the Force in that fight. So I think it'd yeah. be really interesting to see a Maul who's not using the Force. Just murder Maul? Yeah. Just murder Maul. Like, pure, I'm using skill. Which is, because, like, that's the only way Pre Vizsla could have made it a fight, right? If Maul uses the Force, then it's it's over. Yeah. Second one, which two characters we don't have yet, Yoda versus Darth Sidious. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, that was the other one that crossed my mind. I was like, that would okay. be pretty sick. I have I have another one that I want to say, but I know it's a long shot, and we probably won't get it. And if we do get it, it'd be years down the road. Are you ready? Let's do it. Malik versus Revan. Okay, I, I, that is kind of the best answer. Yeah! <laughs> but we're not going to get it probably for years until... We get some old Republic Revan Loveness in canon. Are they canon yet? I no, know they're not. They're, they've written, they've mentioned Revan, but there's no mention of Malak. There's no mention of what Revan did. Just the name Revan. I think it's like the only thing that's actually canon. The old Republic massive multiplayer game was canon, so that not no more. Makes... Not no more. No, they they cut not they anymore. Cut yeah, okay. it's not. They cut it yeah. out. I do want to see Cal, though. Cal Castus, that's my boy. I would like Castus to be. Castus, oh, man, you know what would be another cool one? Is Starkiller versus Vader. That'd be that'd be pretty Oof. sick. Okay, let's, we could go on and on about this. Let's go ahead and get into the support chat. Uh, Omnis, do you want to go ahead and reintroduce this topic? And let's try and crush this. Okay, so um, one of the things that we've been kind of starting to discuss is support units are a huge aspect of the game, right? Maybe even, like, in conversation for more important than the primaries. And how are we measuring them against each other? And 
I will say I, I loved playing the Mandos right off the bat, and then I played a couple of games with Separatists, right? And playing Magna Guard and B1s that both have 10 health? Like, that's a big deal. Then suddenly I'm like, shit, my Clan Kree's Commandos are getting getting wrecked a little bit with their, you know, 7. Um, Super Mandos are see, the best Mandos. And then you see, like, the Commandos coming out for... Um, with Luminara, right? That are going to be six health. Yeah, that worries me. So the the concept is is just how are we going to be measuring these against each other? Um, and I I don't want to talk about MCP that much, but we hit a point in MCP where we really had to step away from the more fragile, low cost characters and go with like if you're going to play low cost characters, you need them to be durable. And I'm my instinct now is I'm not sure I want to play. Um, low durability support units. Um, so that's kind of kind of where I'm hitting this. Um, I, Dizzard. I think it very much comes back to Mandalorians will survive, and the fact that Beskar armor is one of the best defensive expertise in the game, and it will probably continue to be so. Because um, it's like I mean, it's not so great on support, but it's still like one for one, what three for two. Um, it's still pretty good as far as supports one go. One for one and two for two. Oh, two for two? Okay, yeah. which is really good for supports. For all the other supports, like, B1s are rolling three dice, and they don't get a block on expertise until two. Um, yeah, they have more health, and they have protection if they're on a point, but it's B1s are very easy to just crush. Um, I do think... But do you, do you think... So, like, not assuming that, like, Clan Kree's commandos yeah. get to be with... Uh, Bo-Katan all the time because you just can't always have them on the same point. Yeah, no, you can't. Um, but I, like, yeah, I, Beskar armor is really fucking good, yeah. and against a lot of small attacks, Beskar armor is like gonna add I, up and be significant. I but would say B ones actually still feel a little bit more durable overall with like I, I would I would dis I would disagree with that one. I don't agree with that. Yeah, no, I B ones just die. Like I I anytime I played B ones and my opponent went into them. It was like I got no blocks, and I got I rolled two expertise and I got one block, but you also rolled three crits. Like, and you're still doing like five damage to me. Like, cool. Uh, B ones just die, uh, but I think it's I think it's fair because they're supposed but to. They're certain isn't all support units. Just no, you're not. You're not. Like... You're not wrong. Um, but I I do think if we're back to the whole bow supporting Mandos thing. Um, I do think that the Clan Kree suffer from not having bow nearby, where the Super Mandos are good without her nearby and they just get better with her nearby. Um, that eight health versus seven health is actually kind of huge in my opinion, because there's a lot of characters who can only max out at seven damage. Uh, not a lot max out at eight. Um, so it's very much like Mandos have that added benefit of being beyond a lot of, uh, damage trees. So, I think Maybe it's that's the Magna Guard to. that stand out to me more than the B ones. I think that's a fair they're, statement. They're more yeah. survivable. They um, are, and like obviously you have to do a little bit more work to get them on points. But it, it definitely just made me feel like I didn't feel Clan Crees were like not survivable until I was playing games with Magna Guard and yeah. being like, shit, Magna Guard actually lived through that shit. Like I totally thought I was about to lose that point. 
Um, cause like the most important, I mean, can we agree the most important job for the support units is to go beyond points and stuff? Yeah, they're, they're, they're to flip points, which like I've talked about the whole, I'm really curious about the whole Inquisitor support because they're going to have to do something incredibly interesting to make a solo support model actually worth taking. I know. I'm, I'm a little worried that it's just going to be bad. Yeah. But I think y'all are sleeping on commandos. I, I'm not. I'm scared of commandos. Them having climb, and if they're with Obi, is incredibly strong. Coffee did that to me, where it's like, and they're going to shirk a hunker and just dash on top of this point again, because they can. Yeah. Scale is really good, but A, they have the same... The Katarn class commando armor is the same as Mando's. It's actually better than Beskar armor. One for one, two for two, three is a block and a reposition yeah which is crazy then they have protection right so even though it's only six health it's more like eight if you really think about do the math yeah and then they're always going to have hunkers so they just ignore the first push i think they're solid man i think i'm i'm big fan. i haven't played yeah. them this is not like because i i don't proxy yeah. them playing online so they commandos will impress you six health worried me a little bit um, but I mean, if you're going to play Obi, but it's kind of like, is it, are we going to just going to hit a point where it feels like if you're not playing Obi, then the Republic stuff just isn't survivable enough. I think it's all based around Obi's ability. hundred yeah. percent. I, I don't know. Big, I actually never mind. Cause Sooner doesn't play clones. He plays Mandos with Lumi. Um, like a hero. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like Lumi, like he plays Lumi Ahsoka with all Mandos and it is by far the most annoying thing ever. Because I will pump so much damage. I pump so much damage into it, and I just like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna just heal. Like, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, Lumi Lumi looks like the perfect leader for for Mandos right now. I agree with Sooner. It's good, Uh, but as far as like supports go, like I, I I definitely think that once you wrap your head around the fact that you have two being represented as one, essentially. But they're still representing this too. Uh, it's like I guess one of the hardest things to wrap your head around at first is like I have two dudes that are affected by the same thing as if they're one person, but they affect the table as if they're two people. Um, is very interesting, but it also makes very very interesting dynamics. Where do I want to separate them? Do I want to keep them together? Do I only have one of these dudes as support? Is it actually worth taking this? Uh, and often when I'm looking at my lists, um, supports are like the hardest to fill. It's very much like, does the support fit what I'm trying to do? Does the support actually benefit from my secondary or my primary? Uh, does the support actually feel good in this list? And that's like the hardest thing I have with Vader being seven is there's a lot of secondaries that love Vader, but what support are you going to run with him? And you're kind of restricted to B1s, which don't really feel good with Vader, in my opinion. Magna Guard could, but then it comes back to Magna Guard are really kind of dead in the water without a Separatist leader. Um, mm. And then, so you're left with the 501st, which are commonly talked about as middling. Uh, but man, talk about pumping up some damage, and also when Vader attacks somebody, being able to put pin on them. I'm for it. Uh, like I, I think I think Rex and Philo first is going to be the standard loadout for Vader for a while. I agree. Question for you guys: Do you are you at a point where you are more often splitting up your support unit, like putting one model on one point, one model on the other, 
or are you generally putting both models on the same point? And I can answer the question first if you guys want, but if either of you want to jump in and have, I'm just curious where people are at. I think it depends, which is a shitty answer for sure. By the way, I agree with I, that. Yeah, for sure. Shitty answer. I'm really glad that I can say fuck on this podcast because I can't say that <laughs> on the other podcast. We're big boys. That's yeah. right. I mean, to be fair, um, Jesse does great production quality and is very family friendly. Uh, if, oh, yeah. If anybody's yeah. looking for a cast to listen to in your car to annoy your family with more Star Wars content, um, definitely listen to Hello There. I appreciate that. Yeah, he's he's um he's got me to that level of quality. So like when I'm editing, I'm also doing that same <laughs> thing. Even for my other podcast now, I'm like I'm it's 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 insane. Don't get into the habit of that because you'll never get out of it. But I think it depends. And the answer is, am I able to shatter point early? Because if I'm able to shatter point early and activate my secondary early, and I can get like a double activation, you know, and I can say get a move on soldier, and I can start pushing people out, or with Kraken, it's moving those droids, then I'm going to spread them out and try to win that struggle one as fast as possible. If if the order deck is not cooperating, then I don't know if I'm going to do so. Okay, so that, that brings up actually an interesting point that I'm I'm curious of your take on. If I draw a shatter point... The question for you. Oh, I'm, and I'm, you were... we're, we're taking the MCP route where we're in step 60. Um, and... Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I am actually really, really curious about this, and I think this is actually valid. Um... Because you said if you shatter point early, I'm a person that if I shatter point early, I reserve the shatter point because shatter point late struggle is more beneficial than early struggle in my opinion. So I'm really curious to as to your thoughts of do you actually prefer your shatter point early? Again, it depends, <laughs> <laughs> but I have found that I'm able to win struggle one very early if I'm shatter pointing with my secondary unit because they're the ones yeah. usually with the movement shenanigans right like rex or kalani things like that so i when if i draw it early and i think i can kind of sneak the, the the struggle one early then yeah i'll do it i won't hesitate okay all right that answers my question so, now what am i answering again are <laughs> well, you now you have to tell me your- are you splitting up your support units, or are you keeping them together on the same point? Okay, back to back to six E real quick. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very much shatter point. If I get shatter point early, I'm going to reserve it because I I've just I would rather draw it late in the struggle than early in the struggle because I can either clutch something or set up something. Or I just have always felt it's more beneficial. I used to struggle. I used to shatter point early and just be like, no, nah, you just play it as soon as you get it. It's not worth the force to reserve it. Um, because you could literally, if you were hoping for X character, you can now go with X character. Um, which I might, I, I don't know. Like the more I think about them, I'm like, I should just go back to that because I waste force, I feel like, a lot of times. Um, it's the fourth cost that's really push, pushes yeah. me back. But, but it's also like, I don't know. I'm like, if you have it, just use it. Like, yeah, because it's like you, you never know when I'm, you're gonna get it. It's, again. it's very much. That's just where like, I'm at on that one. It's it's very much. It's like you're in your head and you're making a plan because you're having to plan on the fly. And it's like, cool. Um, Vader is going to be like the most opportune um, theme from right here. Then you draw Shatterpoint, and it's like, why are you upset? Like, just go with Vader. Like you said, you wanted to go with Vader. What's wrong with going with Vader twice? But then it also comes back to, like, a lot of times, like you said, secondaries are more preferred to go with a Shatterpoint, or even supports, because supports can just flip a point. 
and then make it hard for your opponent to take it back. Um, I like to I like the shatter point supports a lot of times because it's just like I'm gonna move my supports and take a point more often than not, and then make it harder for my opponent to take it back because it's two to one. Um, and then back to Omnis's question: Am I splitting up my supports or am I keeping them together? I will keep them in the same quadrant of the table, um, and I typically won't separate them more than that. If they're any past that, I feel like they're too hard to bring back together. And if they're right on top of each other, then they just feel like you're not using to them to the max effectiveness. Um, so I would say, when you say same quadrant, is it like middle and side? Like, yeah, basically divide the table into fours and okay, and then like like if I have my let's just say my supermandos and I send them off to let's say the middle right point. I'm probably going to have one of them more on like maybe the back side and then one more on the front side. That way they're not like right next to each other, but that way they're still impacting the point. Cause I still definitely think one activation to get two models onto one point is incredibly strong. Um, and I will die on that hill. Yeah. I'm, I started off splitting them up a lot and I found that got support units killed. Yeah. Like, it was just too easy to take them down. Like, if you would, like, if you imagine, like, the midline, right, where you have, like, one on the left and, like, one on the middle, there's just too many shots that they're going to take. And yeah. they, then you end up, can lose two points at a bad point. Yeah. And I've had a lot of time, as much as moving, you know, having a turn where you get two points, unless it wins you the struggle, like, and lets you move on to the next one, I find that I would rather put both of them on the same point and make it really hard for my opponent to take it from me. And that, like, doesn't give me two points right away, but I get that second point eventually, right? Like, there's just a point where, like, they just can't get both of them off the point or, like, they can't move someone on there and just take, you know... um, I feel a major part of Shatterpoint is not for shattering but more of like designing your future i don't know how else, i don't know how to put it but it's like planning for the next um is very very big and like you said i would rather move two to two so that way i only have to move one there and if my opponent then commits another one to there then maybe i just abandon that point and then my support to the job i'm making my opponent have three characters on this one point and now this one guy can go somewhere else and take a point somewhere else. Um, I, I think don't supports mind leverage. splitting them up if one is staying back by your deployment, like yeah. has the one of the objectives right before your deployment, and then you just kind of move the other one past it, right? And they're on the middle, so they're still kind of close together, and you could like move the other one onto that point if you need but it. But sometimes I'll have them controlling like, those two. It's also so but... easy when you're playing Mandalorians because Gar and Bo just say, "Hey, like, just shift you, yeah, you're just gonna bump up, dude." Like that's why I love playing Gar and Bo because my opponent shows me off the point. It's like, cool, bro. I'm just going to get right back up there. Let's go. Um, they're so easy to leverage your points because with the uh, the jump that Gar and Bo give, it's almost like Gar slash Bo are activating as if they are a support because you're able to move a second character onto the point they're going towards a lot of times. Um, supports are strong. I mean, most secondaries can do that, right? Like that's sure. not just Gar and Bo. I mean, you're not wrong. It's yeah, because like Rex, Rex can make somebody dash. Um, Yango can't. Kalani um, can move four, four. support characters, <laughs> right? Like, uh, I got to do that once, and I was like, "This is kind of dumb." Yeah, we had, like Kalani, like, Shatterpoint, and Kalani, and then Shatterpoint 
in turn right. in the first phase of the game is nuts. Yeah, because then Claude is just like I, I have go never twice. Never reserve the shatter point at this point, but I've also never had it come up at what seemed like an awkward I've... point. Um, I, I think the, I think I've... I think the question for reserving shatter point you need to ask yourself is, um, what character do I need to go with here, and what characters do I not need to go with here, and even if you plan for like. I, I think the Shatterpoint card it probably eats the most time of your decision of what I'm going to be doing because it's very yeah. much you have to go through all your options of what's there. And if you're just jumping on what your gut instinct is, you might be wrong. You might be right. You just don't know. And then afterwards, like, I mean, man, the reality of playing that's, strategy games. That's, also, that's, that's the reality of Shatterpoint. Like, it's very much I've had so many games where I lost where it's like, man, if I just Shatterpointed this character instead of this character, I probably would have had it. Um, or I think a shatter point is incredibly hard and also comes up to something that we're probably going to do a future episode on is, is it worth saving one force in your pool to be able to reserve something? Um, which I'm kind of leaning towards because again, my, my game is sooner. If I had been able to reserve Ovi, I just win the game. But the reason why I had no force left is because I used it with, wounded mandos to be able to focus and do damage and take a point and take out a character from the game i almost don't like having any activation where i have access to zero force it's terrible there's a lot of times where almost any activation with zero force like when i was playing games with asajj and ahsoka and all mandos like i was running out of force so fast those characters just burn all the they eat it it's just like like force is definitely like the biggest resource mechanic in this game like it's probably the only resource mechanic that's worth but like it's it's such a hard balance i find i find it to be a situation where you can't be too cautious with your force either though like i get like especially struggle one i'm just spending all the force i get because i know i'm gonna get it back right it's the struggle two onwards where unless the game is super long for no reason you're you're probably not going to get that reforce but and in regards to the supporting unit stuff, the only thing I'd add that you guys haven't covered yet is there are moments where I like to keep them close to one another, if only because I can do the double tap. Yeah. And so if like one slaps the pin, then the other one just guarantees me another damage, and then I can keep going down the tree, right? So Or Super Mando's, the first one's going to expose you, the second one's going to finish you. <laughs> like, oof. Exactly. <laughs> give me, it's, that, it's, it's give awesome. me that impact. Uh, I feel like with my Super Commandos... Whichever one I do first, whether it's the one who didn't get to focus action or the one who got to focus, whichever one I do first won't get the the right damage. And then I get the great damage and like the expose and stuff off the second one. Whichever order I choose, I've gone back and forth. I'm like, I'm going to roll the lower dice pool first. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. First. You said whichever one didn't get the focus action? Like if if they don't have someone like if the first one moves all the way forward and so they don't end within two of the other one. I'm not getting the ominous. Ominous. Mandalorians are stronger together. They are, but I want to win points. You should be triggering focus every move. Like (laughs) the point is to get them both on the point. That is the number one. No, 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 no. That is fine. They gotta they gotta jump. It's fine. Yeah, you just you trigger the focus and then you jump, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's what you do. That's what that's why they have a jetpack. Hey, I'm winning the games. Fair, but it's all that matters. It's all that matters. Yeah. I remember I'm, I'm, I'm a control fun. player at heart. It's points first, and then I'll make attacks just to see what happens. You know, fine, fine, fine. Is um, Bo your storm? 
Maybe, I don't know. She doesn't hit everything. Because it was like Veil 2 in War Machine, Storm in MCP. I'm not sure we've hit the primary. I don't know if it's going to be Luminara, if it's going to be something else. It'll be Bo. Bo with the Darksaber. <laughs> Dude, if they, if they release a primary bow, oh man, that That'd could be, be sick. It. That could be it. They will eventually. They have. Well, to. she would also she would have the leadership stuff, right? Okay. She's a great fighter. Like maybe she's even a better leader than she is a fighter, especially in like Mandalorian season three, yeah. right? Like at that point, she's she's kind of like leadership is her trait. Yeah, I, I'm curious how um, Din is going to look when we get his card. Primary Mando, that on board, man. Uh, man, there's so much. I got into this game thinking I'm only going to buy what I want. I want everything. <laughs> like, want everything. like it's so hard. Um, Star Wars. It is. It's. I mean, I I am pretty much sticking to my gut though, where it's like I don't really care for the good guys. I'm all about the baddies. But D- is is Din's a good guy? Is he? He kills people for a living. Because he's that he's that he's that scoundrel. He's he's the he's the middle line. Fair. I'll allow it. So so okay. So what do we think? Uh, what do you think? Uh, I guess tags is what they call it in Shatterpoint. What do you think tags he's going to get? Tags. Mandalorian. Like oh, Mandalorian. so Mandalorian. Night I don't. Owls. I don't think he'll have. Not only have, he won't have Night Owl. He wasn't officially a Night Owl. Maybe they'll actually like. I don't know. Is there a name for his actual clan? Death Watch, right? That's no, no, no. They're not Death Watch. Yeah, they were. They're Were they? They're descendants yeah. of Death Watch. And that's why everybody thinks that the armor is uh, Rook. Mm. Yes. I don't disagree. I, I don't agree with that theory, by the way, just for what it's worth. Um, because Rook... if Okay, so... Uh, lore time. Uh, there's a big theory out there that the armor is Rook cast from the Death Watch Mandalorians, who was a devout Mandalorian. But there's no evidence to prove that it is Rook, because... Unless she had, my, my dad put it this way: if, unless Rook had a real come to Jesus moment and like really went all fanatical with the Mandalorian faith and all that stuff, then there's no way it's the armor because Rook is not very one for the old ways, other than the fact that she likes war. But her body armor is red, though. So, paint. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she they lost, right? Maybe she just was like... I, 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 I just... Place. I don't know. I think Rook is just out there somewhere in the galaxy and we'll see her eventually somewhere else. I, I don't think Rook is the armor. The armor also has crowns on the helmet. Like the point. That is like the one part about it where I'm like, but, but Rook didn't. Rook did not have... Uh, Rook didn't. That's fair. So she did not. And um, But it is you lose, a... You lose a serious battle to Bo-Katan and, and you, you saw that the armor had super respect for Bo-Katan at the end, she already knows that she's lost to Bo-Katan in the past. I could see also. It. I don't if if the armor in the Mandalorian series is going to go around beating people with a tong and hammer. Why was she not doing that in the old days with the Mandalorian Wars? Because she spent like ten years dealing with what happened on Mandalore. And then how she's going to grow from that moment and be like, I'm not fucking following Gar Saxon or Darth Maul anymore. I want war, but I also want Mandalorians are stronger together. And so she falls back more into the old ways, starts her Death Watch clan, 
That's what right? I would agree with. And then she grows over time and has like she's supporting her clan. She's forging I mean, armor. If they come out and say protect her people. If they come out and say the armor okay, okay, here tinfoil hat time, engage. Um Okay. Let's say the armor is. You need a cast. real tinfoil hat that you can put on. I really do ones. because can I make that happen. We, I will. You know what? Um, wife, if you're still here in the chat, we need tinfoil hats. Um, anyways, tinfoil hat time. Chick has gone on an interview to say they have been preview to knowledge from Disney of what's going to happen. They had the Kenobi series early. That's why we have the Vader versus Kenobi. Now, what if? They know that the armor is Rook, and that was why Rook, like the model that we got, looks like a Rook model, but it's not a named Rook. And maybe when we get the armor, will be time that they actually announce in the Mandalorian series that Rook is the armor, and then we'll get an armor with the name Rook for the game. Because not giving Rook a character in this game, but giving her an unnamed Mandalorian character is a disservice to the character. Well, they if you look at like the shots from the cartoon, yeah. like there is a bunch of characters who look like Rook. It's like You're... they took that exact body, exact <laughs> helmet, and just copy and pasted it but into multiple if, spots. If I made a character that looked like that for a miniatures game, I am 100% going to say that's Rook. To be fair, if you're going to pick a secondary, though, you, you're going to pick Gar, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's limitation of Gar the game. Gar is the secondary yeah. to Darth Maul. Oh, I agree so. with that. But and you don't want to But there is a world out there where Rook is the armor, which I won't be I won't be disappointed if she is one way or the other. Um because then it brings her back into the fold and I think Could she's you a imagine character. how cool that would be like in Mando season 4 or a Bo-Katan series or a Mandalorian you know, series where the armor is like, we've fought before. Yeah. And she's like, I was there. That would be like, that would be such a pivotal moment in that show, man. Like, could you imagine like the tension, like the, the theatrical tension would be amazing. And she was like, I hated you for years. And then I realized you were right. And that's when I eventually came to the realization that you should lead the Mandalorians and you should unite us. So I, I think the Mandalorian story is over personally. Like they got Mandalore back. They're good. Den needs to just go back to being Bo-Katan a cowboy. Shit. Bo-Katan's the best. There's no way that shit's over. I want a whole Bo-Katan series with multiple seasons. I, I wouldn't, I, I do think I agree with them on that. Like the, the story that they were trying to tell with the Mandalorian is pretty much set. And if they do anything else, it might as well be a new show. Um, but I'm also really curious the state of LFL uh, with the whole talks of them potentially selling. You talking about Disney selling yeah. these films? I don't think they'll do it. I don't think it because if it was for sale, it would have been bought already. Unless they're in our there's unless, no way to because they just buy it. That's true. I, and that's actually a very. Uh, the rumor Bezos. was the rumor was Lucas was actually in the talks to buy it, but that's been squashed. Did he say something about that? Uh, apparently, his ex-wife said something about it. She doesn't know. She's the ex-wife. She's the one who says everything. Like, <laughs> like the I'm the one who made sure the original trilogy didn't sound stupid. <laughs> but like Warner Brothers is like barely scraping by, right? Like what? 
what company would Amazon even be? Oh, I, I can see. Oh, okay. uh, so Amazon. Maybe. Okay, so here, here, I know we're like way, way into the weeds here now, but I Amazon, I could see, which would probably not do the IP any justice either. Uh, Lucas, I could what see. If Netflix. No, no, no. Okay, so here's that here, would be insane. Okay, so here is my be better than Amazon. I agree with that. I'd rather it be with Netflix. I, than I agree. HBO. HBO. I can see HBO, but like my biggest worry. But they're also in that Warner Brothers bracket right now. I don't think they have. Yeah. So my my biggest worry is who has done the best Star Wars stories in the past ten years? Uh, arguably, past like fifteen years. That's the cartoon. That's I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's Clone Wars and Rebels. I, I I don't know. I'd argue Filoni and Favreau have done really really well. Yeah. I don't think no, I don't think anything beats Rebels and Clone Wars. Personally, I, okay, I I won't disagree uh, with that. Correct here. I don't I don't you disagree. Wrong, okay, fine. Let's, right. let's say the past. When's the, when did episode freaking seven come? The out? Mandalorian is the best thing that's yeah. Known. But season one. Uh, so, so my 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 biggest thing here is like Favreau and Filoni are like the the best like modern Star Wars IP tellers, um, in my opinion, and they're really really tied in with Marvel and Disney IP. So if like if Disney sold off Star Wars, then they arguably lose the best people who's been doing Star Wars. Not necessarily because they're employees of Lucas Films. Are they right? Which is owned by Disney. Are they? Because how is Favreau an employee of Lucasfilms and Marvel? You can be. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Well, because the contract, right? Unless they have. Can a, you imagine like Daredevil TV show, but Mandalorian? I mean, you know, I feel like that, Netflix. Like, brutal, I, I don't know. Oh I feel like God. Netflix would oversaturate Star Wars more than Disney is. I don't care. I'm, whatever. I'm for it. If Netflix, I, I'm yeah. curious. I'm curious to see what happens, which also makes me curious as to like what happens with like the licensing for like let's say Shatterpoint if Disney were to sell. Because um, I don't know anything about that world of things. My guess is it follows the sell, um, but I really don't know. But I think that's gonna. Is there anything else you guys want to say? Is there? Is there? Dude, no, we I, talked. I, we, we, I've gotten everything off my chest that I want to get <laughs> off this week so I can get by until Sunday when we, we podcast again. Um, we won't have Super Sexy Amon, but we'll, we'll, we'll get by the best we can. I, I would like to say I think Sam is sexy, and we did not have enough laughter on this show because he That's wasn't true. here. That's true. And I missed so his laugh. I, I missed listening to it. So, Sam, yeah. thank you for allowing me to uh, attempt – to uh, fill the void that you left, but I'm glad you're going to be back next week. I think I need to get like Come on, can a, you do uh... your best Sam laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <can't, laughs> nobody can. Nobody can mimic that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to get a uh, soundbite of Sam laughing just to have it on a. You have yeah, to. We should just like soundbite. so we get inserted in when we need it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Amon, you know, do you, you know how we close the show out? You can go ahead and close this episode out. Put him on the spot. Do I know? Is it the, <laughs> the, most, most, the most Star Wars the, thing you can the do. The most Star Wars thing. You oh, I'm just yelled at me last time. I tried to do it that way, so I figured I'd just throw you to the wolves. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's okay because the wolf pack is coming with Windu. Okay. Well, the most Star Wars thing you can do is come up with conspiracy theories about what's going to happen to Lucasfilm. <laughs> And share them on the Discord. Share them on the That's Discord. right. 
All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Later, nerds. Thanks for having me. See ya. Guys, that was super fun. I had a great time. I'm hyped to play more Shatterpoint. Yeah, same. I'm going to have to play clones this week. But it'll be three weeks in a row that I will play no overlap. I'm going to play all stuff that I have not played with real models yet. Seps, Mandos, clones. Then I'll decide what